0: The following program is a paid advertisement. The views reflected on this show are not necessarily the views of ESPN 1000. Doctor. Doctor.
1: Doctor. 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 Doctor.
0: You're listening to Sports Medicine Weekly with Steve Cashel and Dr. Brian Cole on ESPN 1000.
2: Good morning, everybody. Welcome to another edition of Sports Medicine Weekly. My name is Steve Cashel, radio host of the Chicago Bulls. In a few minutes, I'll be joined by my co-host for this week. Subbing for Dr. Brian Cole will be Dr. Charles Bush-Joseph. We call him Dr. Chuck. He is the head team physician with the Chicago White Sox and also works for the Chicago Bulls. And he's a sports medicine specialist and orthopedic surgeon for Midwest Orthopedics at Rush. This week on the show, a couple of great top topics, a couple of great guests for you. We will be joined this week by Robbie Ventura. He is the founder and owner of Vision Quest Coaching, talking all about the great Ironman competition You've got your marathons, your triathlons. How about the Ironman? We'll talk about the aspects of training, nutrition, rest, and the life-work balance and how to get through a 12- to 17-hour day in that one-day competition. And then joining us will be Cole Cruz from Chicago. He is the owner and founder of Coalition Training. Can't outwork a bad diet. We'll talk about nutrition and uh, after talking uh, endurance, Uh, We'll talk about nutrition and the importance and how bad is sugar and gluten in the diet and uh, how can you avoid the fad diet. So stay with us. A lot to talk about on this week's edition of Sports Medicine Weekly. We're back to get it going after this on ESPN Radio.
3: videos, and other surprises. You will absolutely love this program. Sign up at 14daytransformation.com. That's the numbers 14daytransformation.com or visit Karen's website at karenmalkin.com. That's K-A-R-E-N-M-A-L-K-I-N.com.
0: You're listening to sports medicine weekly with Steve Cashel and Dr. Brian Cole on ESPN 1000
2: It's sports medicine weekly. Welcome back everybody to our show here on ESPN radio coming to each and every Saturday morning between eight 30 and 9am. I'm Steve Cashel joined this week by Dr. Chuck Bush, Joseph head team physician for the Chicago White Sox also works with the Chicago Bulls subbing of course for Dr. Brian Cole head team physician with the Chicago Bulls and uh, Next topic, Dr. Chuck, uh, Ironman competition. I mean, boy, you have your triathlons and your marathons, but there's nothing like an Ironman, right?
1: You know, Steve, the Ironman really are the ultimate athlete. I mean, they... Um, I don't think they know how to perceive pain because they're, they're training to levels that, that the average weekend warrior can only hope to dream of. Because it really is a combination of things. You know. It, you know they, they've got to perform a variety of skill sets, both endurance, swimming, running, cycling, all those things that where the single sport athlete can really focus on simple techniques. These athletes have to have a skill set over a variety of techniques.
2: Well, somebody who knows it pretty well, the Ironman competition, is Robbie Ventura wildwood illinois's own from vision quest coaching he is the founder and owner of vision quest coaching and robbie thanks so much for uh for joining us uh here on sports medicine weekly so um what should we know about the iron man competition and uh boy i know people uh a little late in the game if you want to try now right you've got to train for how long and uh what's set up what's the setup uh for someone wanting to train and then take us through a race day
4: for sure, yeah. Thank you so much for having me on. The Ironman competition is really uh, not only a, a physical challenge, but a, a big mental challenge as well. Um, um, like Dr. Tuck said, there's three sports. Cycling, running, um, and of course, swimming. And then there's even a fourth sport. Uh, we'll call it a sport or a challenge, and that's nutrition. Um, these guys doing Ironman are out there between 9 and 17 hours. And there's a lot that can go wrong in a 17-hour day. I mean, anybody who has a day, a hard day at work, nothing is ever perfect, right? There's stoplights, there's the wrong radio, the station on the radio, you have challenges as things happen. 17 hours running, biking, and swimming, there's going to be challenges. And, and, and the challenges come for everybody. The fastest people who win the race and, you know, sub nine hours and the people that take 17 hours are still going to have tough times out there, whether it's from a nutrition standpoint, maybe a bike crash, maybe a cramp up on the run maybe to get punched in the head in the swim because it's very violent out there, especially in a 2.1-mile swim. And it's how you can deal with those challenges, how you've prepared yourself aerobically as well as mentally, what your race plan looks like, Um, if you're dialed in from a nutrition standpoint, if you're dialed in from a pacing standpoint. There's a lot of things that you have to get right, and I would say you need at least 6 to 12 months to prepare yourself properly for an event like the Ironman. Um, And it takes a lot of time as well. I mean, some of these athletes train up for 25 hours a week, um, it's very difficult to be successful on less than 10 hours a week, so it's definitely a commitment both physically and mentally.
1: You know, Robbie, where where do most of your clients come from? Are they are they the swimmer who now wants to run? Or are they the cyclist who wants to start swimming? Where do you see most of your clients come from, and how do you coach them into this? Uh, what's the preparation they need to have that mindset that I'm going to train uh, for this 6 to 12 months to be able to get to this point?
4: You know, it, it, that's a great question. We have an incredible um, endurance market here in the Midwest. Um, you know, Vision Quest is both in Chicago and Highland Park. and We have some places down in Florida as well. But the endurance community just continues to grow. And I, I think what ends up happening is, is Ironman is a sport that people, most people, um, the completers anyways, and the bulk of the people that are going to be racing in the Ironman Madison in a couple of weeks, Um, are people that discover um, endurance sports a little bit later in life. Maybe they were a high school swimmer. Maybe they were a high school runner. Or maybe they were just passionate about cycling at some point that really want to take on the ultimate challenge. And I think that to finish an Ironman is an incredible accomplishment that a lot of people have on their bucket list. So people come to us with a real goal and the focus of finishing an Ironman. Um, and, And triathlon, the sport of triathlon, has become very, very popular. Um, because, you know, you don't have to be absolutely spectacular at any one of the sports, but you got to work hard. And this endurance sports in general really reward consistent hard work. And there's some other sports like hitting a baseball or dunking a basketball, which really a lot of people will never be able to do no matter how hard they work. But finishing an Ironman really takes a lot of work and a lot of focus. And everybody, and I mean everybody, unless they get injured, can finish an Ironman. And that's exciting, and that's empowering for a lot of people. And I think that's why the sport has become so popular over these last 10 or 15 years.
2: Robbie Ventura is our guest, the owner uh, founder of uh, Vision Quest Coaching out of Wildwood, uh, Illinois. I'm Steve Cashel with Dr. Chuck Bush-Joseph on this Saturday morning. It is Sports Medicine Weekly, talking about the Ironman competition, the, the aspects of training, nutrition, rest, and uh the life work balance and boy that's amazing Dr. Chuck have you uh, had any patients that uh, participate in the Ironman?
1: Uh, I do I, and I uh, I've had a lot of patients who participate in the Ironman and they uh, you know I think as Robbie's saying these are tough people they're goal-driven and usually they had a skill set in one particular area they were runners or swimmers who decide to take on those other two uh, other two elements Robbie I want to get to the point a little bit you know the endurance and the duration of an Ironman is different than than the 5K, the 10K, even the half marathons. Why don't you give us the tips that you're advising your clients on on the nutrition, both from both fluid intake, electrolyte intake, and calorie intake over the over the duration of the race. Give us some. Give us the the platform you're doing. Your first time uh, triathlete versus your experienced triathlete.
4: Well, you, you nailed all three of them, Doctor Chuck. I mean, those three elements basically sodium. Hydration and calories have to be kind of put together before you even think about doing the event. And you have to practice that nutritional plan. And a lot of people, the nutrition starts obviously a couple days before, maybe a little carbo loading for lunch the day before the event, the morning of the event, a breakfast that you're used to and your body can assimilate easily. Before the swim, you want to get a few calories in, but not too many. And the nutrition package really starts. Post swim, and these, and a lot of the athletes, um, we work with them through their training to figure out how many calories can these guys metabolize an hour on the bicycle. And most people are between 200 and 325 calories an hour, and they can get that through either a liquid, they can get it through bars, they can get it through some sort of gel or goo. There's a lot of different things that people like. Um, there's some we like to get people used to the the, the nutrition that they have out on course so it's a little bit easier to access that nutrition. But some people simply can't tolerate some of the some of the types of food that they have on course, and they have to bring their own. They have to mix up their own bottles. They have a special need bag. So the real goal is to get these guys at least, I know this sounds high, 500 milligrams of salt an hour, wow. at least 20 to 30 ounces of water an hour, and at least 200 to 300 calories an hour. And it's something. really important <laughs> to get that consistently, on the bike. If they start eating once they're hungry or drinking once they're thirsty, it's too late in the game. They're already in a deficit. They're already behind the eight ball. And once they switch to the run, they can't metabolize nearly that many calories. It goes down to maybe 100 calories an hour. they got to keep the hydration up and, of course, the electrolyte or the sodium um, up as well so their bodies can retain and hold and use that water and that hydration that they're getting throughout the day. It's probably the most important component to having a successful race is dialing in the nutrition and making sure they've practiced that plan and making sure their stomach can tolerate digesting those sorts of calories for 16 to 17 hours
1: for some. You know, I want to ask you one last thing, and and obviously this goes to the name of your organization, Vision Quest. How much of this is mental imagery? I, I You know, how do you help that athlete set up, in their mind, how the day's going to go, or do you do you help them? Do they compartmentalize, or what, what are the what are the examples that you're going to take some of your clients through that mental imagery picture uh, for for what is going to be the challenge of their life for many of them?
4: That's, that is a great question. I think even the best laid plans, being totally prepared physically, totally prepared from a nutrition standpoint, we still see athletes who watch it in the Olympics that just completely fail. They just can't get it done on race day, and then you have athletes that aren't as prepared, that just seem to rise when the pressure is on and they just can get it done on race day when the pressure is on. And that's really something that we really work on with our athletes. And and the key to making this happen, because you show up at an Ironman and you're just a little bit out of shape and you see some person take their, a guy takes their shirt off and he's completely ripped and cut. He's got all the latest equipment, the latest stuff on, and it's a little bit intimidating for some people. And they start already to have anxiety. Once you start to have anxiety, you start to waste energy. You start to fall apart a little bit, and you really have a difficult day. So what I really tell athletes before and during these events is everybody's going to have nerves. Everybody's going to have challenges throughout the day. There's a couple of key elements to getting through that, and one is I always like to have what's called swing thoughts. When I'm, riding my, when I'm swimming, I always think about a high elbow and a deep pull. And those are the two things that I always start to think about whenever I start to get a little bit nervous or doubt starts to creep in my head. And I start to think about really specific things that can help me be more efficient in the water. Then I get on the bicycle, keep my head down high RPM. High RPM is something that I really need to work on to be successful. And as soon as I start to doubt myself a little bit, I think a high RPM, keep my head down, stay aerodynamic. And then once I get on the run, I'm always thinking quiet head, you know, make sure I get a good pull with my hamstring. So there's certain types of things that you can think about that can take the place of, or replace those, those, those feelings of doubt and nervousness, and I call them swing thoughts. And Then the other component is you have to do this event because you really want to do it and you're focused and you want to do it for yourself, but you also have to do this event for somebody else. There's a lot of people out there that don't have the opportunity to suffer for 9 to 17 hours, and if you just think about them or someone that you really care about in your life that's been dealt a bad blow, it's amazing how you can persevere. So think about somebody else Have some motivation outside of yourself. then of course, have those swing thoughts across run, bike, and swim, and you'll do okay.
2: That's Robbie Ventura, founder and owner of Vision Quest Coaching. The website is visionquestcoaching.com. Great stuff, Robbie. Really appreciate your help on Sports Medicine Weekly. Thanks, guys. Thanks for having me. All right. Back with more after this on ESPN Radio.
5: I've been having knee pain for quite some time and did what probably a lot of people do i just ignored it and hoped it would go away after a month i couldn't take the pain anymore i went to my family orthopedic he told me that i needed physical therapy when i received my prescription for therapy the first thing i did was search pt companies online i came across ati physical therapy it's close to home has some great reviews and when i called they verified my insurance and scheduled me right away no way everything was so easy and the staff was great they kept my doctor informed of my progress along the way Honestly, I look forward to going to my appointments. ATI made me feel like my recovery was their most important priority. I'd recommend them to anyone needing physical therapy. The experience was something I'll never forget.
0: To learn more about what it's like to be a patient at ATI Physical Therapy, visit ATIPT.com and start your journey to get back to your best today.
5: ATIPT.com Midwest Orthopedics at Rush is nationally recognized as a leader in comprehensive orthopedic services. As team physicians for the Chicago Bulls, Chicago White Sox, and Chicago Fire Soccer Club, their physicians understand the importance of quality care for high-performance athletes and weekend warriors. Regardless of the level of the athlete, recreational, high school, college, or even professionals, Midwest Orthopedics at Rush strives to provide the highest quality state-of-the-art healthcare services. To better serve their patients, they provide expert care across five Chicagoland locations with a new location in Munster, Indiana. Their cutting-edge research, diagnosis, methods, and treatments make them the highest ranked program in the state of Illinois by U.S. News and World Report rankings. For more information or to schedule an appointment, visit them at RushOrtho.com or call 877-MD-BONES. Midwest Orthopedics at Rush, when only the best will do. Returning patients who suffer from cartilage defects to an active lifestyle is the goal. Prochondrix, the latest solution from Allosource, is an innovative, cost-effective, fresh cartilage allograft designed to restore cartilage and restore life. To learn more about Prochondrix or allografts, visit Prochondrix.org. That's P-R-O-C-H-O-N-D-R-I-X.org.
0: You're listening to Sports Medicine Weekly on ESPN 1000. It's Sports
2: Medicine Weekly, back with you on this Saturday morning. Steve Cashel and Dr. Chuck Bush-Joseph. Dr. Chuck is the head team physician for the Chicago White Sox, subbing again this week for Dr. Brian Cole. In our last segment, Dr. Chuck, we talked with Robbie Ventura from Vision Quest Coaching about endurance and uh, the Ironman training. We just got through the Olympics, of course, and uh, I want to touch a little bit about nutrition, because that's a big part of this, isn't it?
1: You know, Steve, it really is. And just in, you know, Dr. Cole and myself, over our you know 10-15 years now in professional athletics, we've seen such an increased emphasis on nutrition. Uh, in the olden days, when we first started, the locker rooms was full of candy and high carbohydrate food, and it was sort of things to make the players feel comfortable. And probably about eight-ten years ago, we recognized that nutrition was a critical element to competition and competitive advantage. And so, virtually every team now on a major league level, has a, has a certified dietitian working with the, with the cooking staff of each club. So I think just coming off the Olympics, and, and, and certainly what Robbie was talking about, that's the fourth element. You know, there, there's training, intensity, met, uh, you know, mental visualization, but diet is that fourth element that, that is key to all these athletes hitting that elite level. And I think our next guest is going to sort of help us on that. That's Cole Cruz,
2: the uh, owner and founder of Coalition Training here in Chicago. And uh, has been a guest here before on Sports Medicine Weekly. We wanted to bring in Cole. Thanks so much for for joining us here on Sports Medicine Weekly on this uh, Saturday morning. So, um, can uh, can you can't outwork a bad diet? Correct?
6: Uh, yeah, absolutely. It's just uh, it's just as simple as it as it gets. There's no statement that encompasses that further.
2: <laughs> so, what did you see, and what have you seen? Maybe, in, in what people don't know about these these Olympic athletes and and. You know, maybe how nutrition, has nutrition changed for even the Olympic athletes over the past five, 10 years, you think?
6: I mean, I would imagine it is. I think what you're seeing with athletes in particular, that is the big divide between those athletes and the general population is just individualization. You're working with the best of the best in terms of the dietitians. They're giving them everything that they need specifically. I think a lot of times general diet plans kind of sweep the general population and people try different things as opposed to working with one person. Eliminating all the variables and then building back up based on what their bodies respond best to, and I think that's one of the things that a lot of people that aren't athletes, aren't in that elite circle, don't get to see. And I think that's what you see from the best athletes out there.
1: Yeah, and want you give us an example on that, Cole? I mean, you know, I get patients coming in all the time that listen. I'm, a, I'm on a Paleo diet, or you know, I'm on a, you know, I used to be on an Atkins or X Y Z. How do you sort of break it down? I mean, a lot of diet to the general population is fad. Uh, and we see things going from fad to fad to fad, how how do you break that mold when a patient or a client comes to you? What's the approach you take?
6: I mean, So I've worked with someone, uh, his name is Thomas Solauer, who has worked with me specifically and kind of taught me you know, a whole bunch about anti-inflammation and, and approaching the body from a more of that perspective as opposed to the food perspective. And one of the things that we did that, that I would recommend for anybody out there would be just to literally start your body back over and kind of reset I think we all get into the habit of even people that eat healthy, they tend, to, uh, they tend to not be eating in the right portions or they're eating too much or they're not eating the right things. Or it's just subtle little shifts for a lot of people, even people that eat healthy, that go a long way. So I think that's the biggest thing that I could tell you is just getting to your point where you can reset and then slowly start to add things back in to see how your body adjusts. Because if you're talking variables at your body over and over and over, you don't know what's impacting that body and how it's reacting you can't determine what's doing what. So if you give yourself a chance to reset and you can kind of go about slowly adding things back in and finding what works best for you to kind of optimize not only your body composition, but also your your athletic performance.
1: How how long does that reset take?
6: You know, it didn't take me that long. Uh, Obviously I'm uh, probably a little bit different because I'm active all the time. I think for the active average person, I might want my guy that has – my guy Thomas has a weak reset, set, and I know for a lot of people, for him, he's seen people lose 15 to 25 pounds just in that week, losing just sheer inflammation from their body, uh, just completely draining their body of all that extra inflammation. And it's actually quite interesting. My wife went through it too, and she jumped weight, and that's just, it's something that's so amazing. For me, it took me probably a good few weeks to kind of get things cleared out, and then once I got back willing to building back up and focusing on my goals specifically – Uh, The calories are back up, but it's just the sheer amount of food isn't the same, despite the calories being the same. So it's actually quite interesting.
2: Our guest is Cole Cruz, owner and founder of Coalition Training, Steve Cashel, Dr. Chuck Bush-Joseph from Midwest Orthopedics at Rush and the Chicago White Sox, my uh, fill-in guest and uh, guest host this week here on SMW. And, uh, Cole, whenever I, you know, we've talked, in the past, on this show, whenever I think of inflammation, I'm thinking sugar. Is it all? Is it all about sugar? I mean, is it the um, um, the gluten, or is it more sugar, and and, and that's the big culprit in this? I
6: mean, I think inflammation is, is obviously multi-pronged, like a lot of things. And sugar is definitely a big culprit in the general population. Processed foods. I mean, non uh, non GMO GMO foods. Sorry, not non GMO. Uh, those types of things they hit the body and they just provide all this. This inflammatory response. And if, in gluten too, gluten falls into that category as well. And the thing is, if you allow yourself to keep having those things, you never get that inflammation out of your body. Inflammation is a normal response, especially under the crowd of 50. Like a little bit of inflammation is okay. Uh, but I think to, to, at the point now where all the foods we're having, whether it be grain-based, whether it be too much red meat, whether it be not enough veggies, all these things are playing into... Uh, an overall inflamed system, and they're kind of finding out now. And the doctor, the doctor over there, can uh, can correct me if I'm wrong, but that inflammation ties into a lot of chronic diseases, especially down the road. So being able to kind of high point that early on is uh, is such a valuable thing.
2: All right, so give us some specifics, Dr. Chuck. What would you say? I mean, when you when you're listening to Cole right here. Um, you know, are you actively trying to change your diet? Do you like how you eat? I, I talk quite often with Dr. Cole about this. He's a pretty good eater. He watches I,
1: it. I would say that Dr. Cole's a better eater than me. Uh, I'm, I'm lucky that I have a wife who's a, a very good eater, a very good cooker, and she's slowly been evolving me. And, I, you know, I would say that um, in patients who have health problems, this is the first area. As opposed to jumping into a medication, jumping into, you know, new invasive or different types of therapies, I think... All patients who are dealing with chronic conditions, whether it be an inflammatory condition, autoimmune condition, I think they owe it to themselves that this has got to be your first approach. Uh, and I see many patients who have low-level autoimmune conditions where they've done a dramatic change and, quote, that reset on their diet and found improvement in their condition, which is, to me, helpful. I, I would much rather have a patient have a, a lifestyle or diet change as opposed to taking a, a medication that has sure. may have benefit but also has significant risk and expense. Well, you know, can you give us a little bit, Cole? I just we I have some question about what is a reset program. How how would you advise our listeners to, you know, if they say, all right, I'm going to reset. What does that actually mean? Do they Google it? Is there is there some resources that patients can go to for this?
6: Well, there's two, there's two different ways to do it. Like, and I've done it differently. and My wife's done it differently. I've done it differently differently with clients. For me, it was just eliminating all the grains, getting that out of your system. Eliminating all the dairy. Eliminating uh, all I didn't have any GMO type foods in my in my diet already, but I used a vegan protein. I got rid of that and went to a pea plant protein, and literally bought my calorie count. I cut it almost in half. Uh, I had salmon mid morning. I had a little bit of beef at night with some veggies and asparagus. Things that were very easy to digest and very easy to uh, very easy to kind of get my hands on as well. In addition to that, the biggest thing that we played around early was with fat, in terms of lots of coconut oil. Uh, cutting out a lot of the omega-6 heavy foods like like avocados. I think I had a quarter of an avocado along with like three eggs. So just really trying to go about not only that and then adding in uh, calamarine oil, which is a big one for me, Um, and kind of going about eliminating all that inflammation off the bat. That's how the reset worked for me, bringing down the calories, kind of bringing down the food levels because I was having so much food to try to sustain what I wanted to do with my body. And it just, it was so much eating, And I had I I found that I was just always eating all the time. So in order to do that, I replaced a lot of the foods with uh, with oils and things like that that are a little more dense that also have the capacity to bring up that omega three level in the uh, in the body, which is obviously, as you know, is super anti inflammatory promoting.
1: All right, Cole, I got to ask you this: with Labor Day coming up, how are you going to handle the weekend? uh, We're all getting a you're going to be invited to parties and picnics with all kinds of food and alcohol uh, what, what's the strategy that you and your wife use and what would you advise our listeners?
6: Uh, I mean, it's, it'd be a different story for probably most of the listeners. For me, I have no problem showing up to a party with my own food and my own water and all my own stuff. Like I, for me, it's just so valuable and so important that, and it's also part of my job too. I, I can't be, uh, a personal trainer asking <laughs> all my clients to follow through with what I tell them to do and then have, uh, have binges, but for what I would recommend for most people, it's just try to keep it as simple as possible and to, two ways you can approach it. You can have a little bit of an intermittent fasting day where you kind of fast for the most of the morning, but you're not you're keeping your calorie count at least in check and then keeping your little splurge, whether it be to that barbecue or to that dinner, kind of in a smaller window. if your calorie count over the course of the day is within a specific time frame, and it's not over the course of an entire day or you're splurging from breakfast through dinner. That's probably one of the easiest ways to approach something like
2: that. Great stuff. Cole Cruz, owner and founder of Coalition Training here in Chicago. Cole, thanks so much for lending your expertise on uh, this Saturday morning to Sports Medicine Weekly. Well, you bet. Thanks, guys. All righty. Back with more of our show after this on ESPN Radio. We're excited to announce our new Sports Medicine Weekly custom podcast app on iTunes. It's all free. Just go to the App Store, search for Sports Medicine Weekly. Our app gives listeners easy access to their favorite Sports Medicine Weekly shows without getting lost in confusing screens and pop-up ads. The team at Sports Medicine Weekly is dedicated to delivering content to our listeners on the latest in fitness, nutrition, injury prevention, and treatment. Optimize your performance with the Sports Medicine Weekly app. As always, we thank our loyal listening and social media followers.
5: The best athletes in the world and their medical teams have been trusting Donjoy products for over 30 years. With a goal to protect and return confidence in sport post-injury, Donjoy is the trusted leader to get and keep athletes in action. Whether it's football, basketball, soccer, volleyball, or even the official medical supplier to the U.S. ski team, always trust the global leader in sports medicine. Trust Donjoy, a product of djoglobal.com.
2: At Athletico Physical Therapy, we know there is freedom from pain and you can get back to doing the things you love. Whether it's running an 8K, playing a game of tag in the yard, or walking safely to your car, pain should not slow you down. With locations throughout eight states that offer complimentary injury screens, your choice to go with our team is the smart choice. Visit athletico.com to request your complimentary injury screening and start feeling better with us today. Athletico, better for everybody.
0: You're listening to Sports Medicine Weekly with Steve Cashel and Dr. Brian
2: Cole on ESPN 1000. Sports Medicine Weekly has been brought to you by Athletico Physical Therapy, by Midwest Orthopedics at Rush. By Karen Malkin Health Counseling, by Integrated Orthopedics, by Allel Source, by Donjoy Orthopedics, by MedWest, and by ATI Physical Therapy. Many thanks to our producer and board operator, George Katsarilos. Our coordinating producer is Teresa Ann Seeger. We also want to thank David Cole for managing the website and our business operations, as well as Samantha Smith from Midwest Orthopedics at Rush. For Dr. Brian Cole, I'm Steve Cashel saying so long. Thanks for listening to Sports Medicine Weekly here on ESPN 1000. The
0: preceding program was a paid advertisement. The views reflected are not necessarily
5: the views of ESPN 1000.